Y'all homies and we forgave you. Y'all witness to me praise you. Now how hundreds of years later we still a slay to you. I say to you, treat us the same way you treat Dylan Rue. And y'all ain't supposed to be scared of us, we supposed to be scared of you. Dylan, can't have the church, y'all took me to Burger King. Can't draw a four by twenty dollar, knee on his neck and spleen. You only like one of them, they're trying to steal your dream. Protect and serve the motto, guess they don't know what I'm trying to live. Live to that day, I can see all black jury. 2020 and I still ain't seen all black jury. Just got a text from my mama, said, babe, I hope you're safe. I texted back and told her, I hope they'll kill me by my race. We just wanted to be treated equal. You bleed red. What's going on, everybody? It is a beautiful day today. Uh, sorry about the, the late start. Um, I had about an hour. I actually thought I put 8.15, but I guess I put 7.15. So now I'm just actually backtracking to try to uh, catch up on what everything that's going on. All right, well, for those of y'all who don't know, And I don't, the one who supposed to be scared, the ones who chase their dream ain't the ones who supposed to be dead. And why the judge and the prosecutors ain't spoken, I get it. And systematic racism response for half of these bids. If it don't make the majority, it ain't a problem for real. It's over yours, the problem on over the hope of your deals. And how the system gonna treat you, it all depends where you live. They only deem it a problem, depending on how the majority feel. He can't have the church, they say mentally disturbed. Some people did a little loo, White House called him a thug. But it's Fortune 500 comes. Who steal it from all of us? Corona killing these inmates. Ain't nobody saying a word. He'll sympathize with the race. He cared more about the flag. It's black folk who fought to serve too long, homie. That's facts. And once you show us who you is, it ain't no walking it back. You stood in the paint for his page, and I love you for that. In this world, there's two justices. We all know that. What's going on, everybody? It is Javin with Jamar. It is my. I didn't lost count for real, for real. We about to start a new season, so it don't even matter. Um. I wanted to get on here real quick for a quick episode to actually talk about uh, a lot of stuff. Actually, we're going to go through the timeline for Donald Trump and all this like crazy stuff that's that happened with his presidency. We're going to go through a little bit of like COVID, how it's resurging in the South and how it's probably going to surge everywhere when everything opens back up. And then last but not least, we're going to hit up the, the NFL and see if they should pivot on Colin Kaepernick and some of the, the choices that they made in like the last year or so. So let's just jump right into it. All right. I know everybody was on here to basically hear me talk about Trump because you know how I feel, but whatever. I'm going to start with him. All right. So here's the timeline. So Trump decided to run for office in 2016. All right. He does. He wins. It's kind of shady, but he wins. Nonetheless, he wins. So he becomes the president. All right. So it seems to me that for whatever reason, maybe racism follows Donald Trump and normally in most cases if racist groups follow you they have a reason to follow you for either maybe something you putting out or maybe an energy that you have or whatever or maybe something that you're not saying so regardless of whatever that is for whatever reason Trump has racist people that follow him all right I'm going to walk you through this timeline real quick and I think it should make a little bit more inf- like it should make a little bit more sense all right so we'll start at the beginning all right So Charlottesville, Charlottesville was in 2017. So a year after he was, um, was a year after he had been elected. It was, 
So they were actually mad because they were removing Robert E. Lee. So that's how the whole protest started. But they showed up at West Virginia University and the students did not like it. So they protested their protest, which caused a riot, which was the, with the white nationalists, which caused a small riot of uh, the two sides, basically not agreeing. All right. Subsequently from that, we all know that Heather Heyer was killed. She was hit by a vehicle um, that was trying to drive through the crowd, uh, trying to break the crowd up and trying to injure folks. All right. So fast forward. All right. So a lot of stuff happened in between there, but there's like all like medium, small stuff or whatever. So I'm going to point out something that actually makes sense to people who like are in the military or who listen to kind of know the military. So Donald Trump in January of 2020, he ordered an airstrike. All right. He ordered an airstrike in which that airstrike killed a general, Kasim Salamani, if I'm saying his name right. All right. So the funny thing about this whole airstrike, it was it wasn't just supposed to kill him. It was supposed to kill. It was supposed to be for some type of counterterrorism or something that they was doing to try to like basically put the, the United States in danger. So what they did was they ordered this airstrike, and at this airstrike, not only was he supposed to be there, but the prime minister was supposed to be there. So you could just imagine what Iran would have been pissed had they killed the prime minister and they killed this general. So we got lucky enough, or our intel was either bad or good enough. That we didn't kill this this prime minister, all right? Or we would be looking at World War Three, all right? So this is how this is how the whole twenty twenty starts for us. For is for uh, from a, a political standpoint, or from a, a, I guess a military standpoint. Fast forward. So also in January, we were told that COVID was not a big deal, even though we just saw what happened in Italy and all these other places in China dealing with COVID. We were told that it wasn't a big issue. Do not worry about COVID. It's not a big deal. We're America. We'll find a cure. But we, it's not a big deal for us. All right, whatever. Fast forward. They start this task force in February. All right, with like Fossey and a bunch of other dudes. The what is he? The uh, the Surgeon General. He's on this board or on this little meeting group. And in these meetings, if you look, if you watch the press conference or whatever. You will hear Donald Trump saying stuff like, oh, you know what? It's not still not that bad. You know, we're just going to socially distance. Everything will be popping. Everything will be good again. And to me, it doesn't sit right. It's just too many other intervals and inter like things that intersect that make you think, OK, this is something way bigger than, you know, what they're saying. But, you know, it's neither here nor there. The information is put out there and everybody's like, OK, well, we're going to be fine. Nah, not the case. So. Fast forward. And then February, like I said, we start the pandemic. So I'm saying is that, uh, everything is going to good with, uh, with the pandemic. So March to now. So March to now, we've all been, for me, I'm in Philadelphia and we just went into our green technically on Friday, which I'm sure is not going to be long lived because people are out here trying not to wear masks, but whatever. They're not. So let's look at this. I, I wrote a lot of stuff. I got to say, I got to wrote a lot of stuff. Okay, so back in March, Trump said he was going to reopen the country at Easter, all right, which was ridiculous. I don't think that he really thought what he was saying, but that just goes to his his lack of experience and lack of knowledge of what he's actually doing. But he said we're going to open back in Easter. It is now about to be 4th of July, and not only are we not opening, but we're looking at probably potentially closing down again, especially down south. So that's going to be really weird to close back down in places like Florida, 
Texas, Georgia, South Carolina, where I'm from, all these southern places are going to be closed back up because they open back up. I don't know if they were following the guidance or the cases wasn't, wasn't low or what cases wasn't high, but they followed the guidance of people. And these people are put into place to help us navigate. However, comma, Donald Trump got kind of scared about, oh, it'd be his fault if, you know, everything opened up. So he put everything on the governors. When really, in all honesty, even if Donald Trump would have said open back up, he wouldn't have had the juice to open everything back up. It would have been ultimately on the governors and basically the senators in that particular state because he's overall in charge technically, but the governor still made the rules for their states. All right. Fast forward again. All right. So now we're in May 25th. We all know what happened May 25th. Um, May 25th, there was a very, um, sad situation that happened with George Floyd being killed. All right. So we know he was murdered in Minnesota. We know all these things. So we don't have to go back through that. So we know that he was uh, murdered. So then starting May 26th, starting in Minnesota, they started protesting in Minnesota on May the 26th. It is now, if I'm not mistaken, June 30th, maybe, maybe it's June 30th. I don't know the date. Days are running together at this point, but I think it's June 30th, which makes it a complete month. They are still protesting, not looting. And I will be clear to say that they're not still looting, but they are still protesting this man being uh, this man being murdered. All right. And I'm not going to say killed. I'm going to say murdered because he was murdered at the hands of people. Um, He was murdered. Protests are still going on. And at this point in the game, every state has had some sort of protest in protest to this this killing, this murder that we saw live. You know, we saw this murder live where you could watch the video live. Uh, to see this man being mur murdered. So we've seen that in every 50 states and then also now internationally. All right. So nobody's okay with this. All right. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep going. All right. So now Trump announces a rally June the 15th on Juneteenth. All right. Which at the end of the day, maybe he didn't know. <laughs> and at this point in the game, not only do I think he's an idiot, but I think his whole camp is a bunch of idiots because if they don't know the history and they don't know, I'm, I'm sure he has one or two governors or somebody from the state of Texas or Oklahoma that he could be able to go to and say, oh man, like we're going to have this rally this week about to get this thing back started. You know, what do you think? And nobody decided to say anything to him. Not only was it Juneteenth, but it was the most dangerous, craziest mass killing of African-Americans, period, probably in the United States since slavery. It was a, it was nasty. It was a bloodbath. Um, we all know the history. If you don't know, go back to the previous videos. I'm not going to get into it now. It didn't take too long. But Black Wall Street was, hurt, was, was pillaged in Tulsa, Oklahoma. He was going to start his little rally, Trump, re, whatever, re-election thing then. All right? He didn't. So he comes back and says, on June 19th, I mean, on June 18th, he says that June, he made Juneteenth famous. He made it very famous. All right. This dude has a foot so far up his keister. He doesn't know what day it is. Like, I'm sure he doesn't know. I'm pretty sure somebody tells him what day it is because he's got to be suffering from some type of like dementia or early onset Alzheimer's or something because he's just losing it, man. This guy's like legit losing his crap. And so then we'll take the next day. Facebook has to pull his new ad from being an upside down inverted triangle. 
You have to pull it off of Facebook because it is, if you don't know, it is a Nazi symbol that was used in concentration camps. All right. So his camp waits a couple days, puts out something that says this was supposed to be an emoji. Now, I don't know if you guys use emojis. I use emojis all the time. I actually think I'm pretty good at it. I can tell whole stories with emojis. And I've never once in the history of ever decided to use an inverted triangle as an emoji to tell anybody anything. Uh, my wife is Polish. She's of Polish descent. I know the story. I kind of know. I started researching about um, kind of concentration camps and what happened in concentration camps. And you can very clearly see on a lot of these internment camps and, and, and concentration camps, these people have this on their I don't know if it's you want to call it their little uniform, but they have it on there. You can easily visibly see it. Um, there was no way in no shape or form that you would ever use that. All right. So then people said, oh, it was Antifa. It was anti-Antifa, which, OK, whatever. Why would you use it on your campaign to run again for public office? The most highest public office that there is. Why would you use that symbol? All right. Whatever. I still, I'm still on some others. So I'm, I'm going to keep going because I'm still hitting y'all with stuff. All right. So he does that. Then the last thing, the last ice on the cake, because even if you were going to still defend him as not being a racist or not promoting racism, he goes up and shares a video of people at his Trump rally. And at the end of this video, one of the people that are driving by is yelling white power. Whew. Um, you posted this video. And the thing that I keep trying to tell people is that he has to have a team of people that are reading this stuff or looking at these videos. You just don't post something and put your name on it without knowing what people are saying or doing. You have a pretty good note. He's just preaching to the his, his constituents, the people that he knows pulling for him. I read something the other day that said uh, not all Trump supporters are racist, but all racists are Trump supporters. And I just think because he kind of like, he kind of like reads it. He doesn't, he kind of condones it. You If you don't say anything about it and you say, well, these people aren't representing me, then they are representing you and that's what you're okay with. Like I would never, never, ever in my history of my life wear a Gamecock shirt because I am not a Gamecocks fan. I'm just not. I don't want to perpetuate love for the Gamecocks because I'm not a Gamecocks fan. So, and, and just you're right. Like his whole campaign team is either idiots or they just down with it. But either way it goes, it don't matter to me. But I'm just wanting to put it out there. So I know you're going to have some Trump people that's going to say, oh, well, you know, he didn't put he don't make his own videos or whatever. But it does say at the end of every single one of those campaign videos, it says that he endorsed this message or he uh, he what is it? Well, uh, oh, I approve this message. They always say that so they can be clear that they know what they're putting out there. So. The crazy thing about this, and I want to put this out there because I'm not, I don't, I don't want to be one-sided. I want to put out everything. So I want you guys to really understand that in the history of ever, in the history of all presidencies that has ever been, I'm pretty sure there's never been a person that incites hate, incites violence like this dude. He just doesn't. Never before. George Bush, Obama, Bush, other Bush, Nixon, all of those guys. Bill Clinton, none of them have ever had rallies where people were killed. Not one. Not one. I looked it up. It took a long time, but I looked it up. I went all the way back to the 80s. Nobody was ever killed 
at a rally for any other president running for presidency. Not once. Now, there have been presidents assassinated. That has happened. I will say that. Plenty have been assassinated. But never has there ever been anyone to incite violence like this dude. And it just so happens that the racists are following him or the bigots or the homophobes or whatever. The people that just dislike people are just following this dude and they're just OK with it because he's not going to say anything about it because he's going to be taken away from the only votes that he's probably still going to have after this thing is all over. So, uh, man, this is it's, I went through a lot, man. It's a lot. COVID surgeon. Stay at home. That's all I got to say about that. Like, stay at home. Try to wear a mask. Try to be as safe as you can. I know you still have to make money. Um, try to do what you can about COVID. Be be careful. Wash your hands. Do do all the little stuff because that's the stuff that's gonna really stop this thing from spreading for real. Because we can't stay home really that much more. Like, I don't know about y'all, but I haven't. I was supposed to start a job and I wasn't able to start it on time because COVID. So just and that was a federal job. So just please. Please be wary that, you know, this thing's still out here, but you still have to make money. So be careful. I wanted to, uh, cause I, before I get too far off of the whole like political part of this thing, before I go into sports, I wanted it to be known that when I've researched this stuff, I'm not just looking at certain CNN. I'm going to different things. And what I did was when I was on Fox News, they were saying that put up on an article that, that Donald Trump is in a very, what's the word? He's in a very fragile state. And he doesn't and he thinks if the numbers don't improve, he's going to drop out. He's not going to. I don't know that what that even means for real. I guess they don't have. I guess they would have to put somebody else up as a Republican candidate. But to, but to me, it's just kind of like. When you got kicked in, when you've been, you know, thinking that you was going to win and then all this stuff is happening, popping off, I guess you just thought people weren't going to pay attention to it. And it's also it's kind of insulting a little bit that he thought the general public wasn't going to know these things and these innuendos that he was putting out here, um, even though he put out innuendos before he even got um, elected the first time. Like, it's no way as a woman, any color, that I would ever vote for Donald Trump. It's like, you tell me in my face, make jokes about grabbing somebody by the genitals. Like, there's no be no way, shape, or form as a woman that I would be voting for this dude. Especially if he was talking about grabbing a woman that way. There'd be no reason that you would vote for this guy. I mean, I guess if you... I guess if you didn't have anybody else to vote for, I guess, I mean, if Hillary was just that bad for you, I guess maybe, but we took the lesser of the two evils, I guess we thought, but did we really, did we really take the lesser of the two evils? Like dude almost got into a, to a war. He'd almost started a whole genocide based on COVID. Almost got everybody killed, told everybody it was a joke. Had sent everybody out into it. Like, Hey man, it's a joke, man. Just go out there. It's going to be all right. You don't even need masks. He's still not wearing a mask. So at what point do we think that this dude has any common sense that's going to lead us to any type of anything at this point? He clearly does not understand how to keep us safe. He clearly does not understand. He's a money guy. I will say the money was great until COVID. I will give, I mean, if you want me to say anything good about the dude, that's it. He's a money guy. But you don't make the money guy the president. You make the money guy the treasurer. It's in anything, in any business. You don't take the money guy and you make him the CEO. You just don't. You don't give him the keys to the ranch because he's a money guy. No, he's just going to be smart with money. And money's not what's going to keep us afloat right now. It's going to be some legitimately hard decisions, some smart, putting smart people around him, making smart business decisions that has nothing to do with money. It needs to be about 
How do we stay safe? How do we get our nation back equal? Or how we can we get them equal? But that's just where we at. I mean, I hate to say it like that, but when me and somebody else will walk down the street, we're not the same color. And this person might not want to hang out with me because they might be looked at a certain type of way. We have a race problem. And for him to say that we don't is even more asinine. So, yeah, whatever. I'm off Donald Trump. I can't even. I think this is going to be my last time talking about it. Because at just this point, like, either he loses or I move to Canada. Yeah, I'm moving to Canada. Right. They got less COVID cases anyway. So, I think I'll be all right in Canada. Give me a little Canadian mask. Eat some bacon, which is really just ham. But whatever, it's it's all good. But moving on, man, moving on. Man, it's hot as hell. It's super hot in this room. I think because I got riled up. But uh, so we're going to move on to NFL. So in the beginning of the thing, I said the NFL, should the NFL backtrack on some of the stuff they've been doing? What's up, Chad? Um, should the NFL backtrack on some of the stuff they've been saying? And I think they should. If it's if, in my heart of hearts and everything that I know and love, I think that the NFL should backtrack. Even though they had reached an agreement with Colin Kaepernick, I think they not only should make a public apology to Colin Kaepernick, they should definitely reinstate him immediately. Even if they make him an owner of a team or something. Like, just reinstate him immediately. You got to get him back in there because not only did he foreshadow what was happening. Now, that, now mind his career. His career was okay. It was mediocre. At, you know, his last couple of years were mediocre at best. But that's not what we're here for. We're here to talk about he could still play at a very high level now, and he's probably better than some of the NFL quarterbacks that are playing now. So, um, and in the age that we in right now, mobile quarterbacks, African-American quarterbacks, that's the way. We just saw Cam just get picked back up. He's getting picked up for the Patriots, and that's scary, man. I'm a, I'm a Steelers fan, and that's scary. Really scary to me. Man, I am sweating really bad. I feel like a preacher or something. Um. I feel like at the end of the day, like it's the wave. It's why not pick up Cam? You just gave Cam, Cam Newton just got picked up by probably, probably the best coach in NFL history at this point. I mean, yeah, we got some other guys, so yeah, don't nobody jump down my throat. But right now, in the current day and age of NFL football, he's probably the best living coach still coaching right now is Bill Belichick, and you just gave him a weapon that could possibly turn the NFL upside down, especially in the division that they in. There's nobody over there. That can probably they they're gonna run into a problem with maybe the maybe the bills, maybe the bills depending on you know what happened. But I, I'm I'm just I, at this point off of Cam Newton. That's a problem for him to be with the Patriots. Period. I don't care if they got the school of deaf and blind playing with him. Cam Newton is a problem. He's a tank, and if he has any type of arm that can throw more than ten yards down the field, the NFL, the AFC, whatever side it is, they in trouble. And I'm a Steelers fan. I'm telling you, we in trouble if we run into him. I don't want to tackle him. I can tell you that. Nobody really wants to tackle that big dude. Um, so and moving on. So back to Cap. Back to Cap. I'm sorry. I got off on the soapbox. So back on Cap. Man, Cap should not only, like I said, be reinstated. They should, they should issue him some type of formal apology. It should be a big deal. You know what I'm saying? He should be a big deal. It should be a big deal what they go out and do for Colin Kaepernick. I would love to see him play for somebody like, I want to say the Chargers or the Seahawks. I mean, I know he won't start for the Seahawks, so that's kind of why I won't, don't want to see him go to the Seahawks because he'll be playing behind Russell. But I would like to see him with the Chargers, maybe. Maybe the Chargers. I just don't see anywhere else. Like everybody, I mean, he kind of got some guys that, you know, you can take their position, but are those guys going to be willing to take a chance on Colin Kaepernick? 
to affect their bottom line. I mean, and if we don't even know if there's a season or not yet. So we still got to wait on that. But as of right now, they should go officially get this dude a, uh, an apology, offer him a job immediately on the spot. And then all that stuff they was doing with his tryout, man, it just all look really, really bad right now. It looks really, really bad because at least at that point, you had some people that were saying, oh, they just trying to affect their bottom line. Now, people don't care about the bottom line. You know, they just about like they wanted to be right. And Colin Kaepernick said this and people are now crying about the riots. Oh, the riots are bad. Like they're burning up everything. Yeah, the riots are bad. But when they try to do it peacefully, try to do this little anthem sitting down and kneeling. Y'all had a problem with that. So now what's the deal? Because now they tan stuff up. Y'all didn't want to listen. Nobody wanted to listen. It cost us messing stuff up. Y'all didn't want to listen. Now they out here tan stuff up. And me personally, I'm in Philly, so that's really bad where I'm at. Well, it was bad. Because there's no more rioting. So we need to also put that in consideration. There's no more riots anymore. There's still people protesting daily, but there's no more riots. So I don't want to hear nothing about well, they, why they still protest. If people ain't working, why they ain't working? Well, first of all, we're in a pandemic. That's the number one thing. So people need to know that. So if you're a small business owner, or you are somebody that's not out of work right now because of the economy being jacked, then you know that you got a little bit more time. Just like when you see racist stuff on the internet, sometimes you don't have time. But sometimes you see people say, well, today I got time. And when they got time, they're going to light people up that out here doing racist, bigotry stuff, homophobic stuff, uh, sexist stuff. They're going to be lighting them up because at this point in the game, people at home, working from home with their cell phones in their hand, strolling down the timeline. Looking at catching people doing stuff, posting them, getting folks canceled, whatever other stuff that people are doing right now, it's because everything's kind of stopped right now. Um, one of my friends had put up a post, um, maybe yesterday or the day before, um, basically kind of calling out, uh, calling out some of the racism stuff that she had seen. And uh, mind you, she's a white, a white girl. Shout out, I'm not gonna say her name, but shout her out. Um, and she really went to bat, and that's what it's gonna take. Last night, I took a break from educating people uh educating people on the history and i started to to reach out to those people that i know have been kind of kept helping carry the mantle helping speak up you know because we need some allies in this thing it's not just about you know hey like we can handle it all because we've been trying to handle it all and it's not really working out like that so now it's great to see these protests and it's not just for black lives matter it's not just black lives out here protesting it's everybody's lives out here protesting because at the end of the day Black lives are part of everybody. Um, life started on African continent, for those who didn't know. Um, so at the end of the day, that was great for me to be able to go through my timeline, pull people's names that I know that, you know, are champions for the cause that may not always get, uh, maybe not always get talked to the right way. Cause sometimes speaking up is hard because you got two different sides of it. Yeah. The black people, we appreciate it. The black and brown folks, we appreciate you speaking up. But the other side don't always appreciate it. So being able to take that step out on faith and saying, you know what, I'm going to speak up is it means a lot. People might not tell you that it means a lot. You might not actually hear it from anybody, but it definitely means a lot. And we know we can see it. So for those of y'all who are doing that champion and you got time today to to be without reproach and go at these people and let them know, hey, like this is not going to be OK. Get off my timeline with that. Cancel them, find out where they work, send a letter, you know, whatever you got to do. Sometimes financially is the place to hit people. Like we, people don't really get that. Like a lot of times before in the 60s, the 60s when people were 
50s and 60s when people were doing the civil rights movement, they didn't really have access to social media. So social media does a lot because a lot of people, if you have your own business, if you promote in anything, you do it on Facebook or you do it on social media. So if you start putting stuff up on social media and all of a sudden now you got 40, 50 people that added your name on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram and this negativity or stuff that you posted in your timeline, you got a small business. And where I'm from, there was a little place called Tanner's, man. They shut that place down. They just wouldn't let them. They wouldn't let people come. So at that point, that's canceling. It wasn't nothing. Nobody got beat up. Nobody was hurt. Nobody was injured. But the thing about it is people are realizing that this is how you operate. You hit people in the bank, get people in the pocket, getting people, these people that are getting released and let go for these racist comments and bigot comments and sexist comments and stuff like that. Man, the days of all that is over with. That day, them days are over with. The days you can go into your job and sexually harass a female, that's over with. Constantly sexually harass her, that's over with. The days that you can use color as a weapon against people, that's over with. It's over with, man. Like it's done. Like and it starts with us. It starts with all this. When you see it, call it out. Don't let it. That's like, well, I'm gonna let somebody else do it. No, you call it out. You don't have to be militant about it, but call it out. Let people let people know that at the end of the day, if I see you doing something out of pocket, I'm gonna call you on it. And I don't care about the repercussions that come on me because I'm doing the right thing. I'm in the right. I'm on the right side of history. So just know that people at the end of the day, these people that's on the wrong side of history. Woo, it's going to get rough on them real quick because they're going to start seeing that people ain't playing with them. Um, and I, I think I'm pretty much, I think I'm pretty much gassed out, but I just want to hit one more point before I go. Um, I know a lot of my, a lot of my friends in Virginia and stuff, they, they're going through kind of a taste of a situation. Um, that it's kind of weird because they can't really do anything right now because of they've been putting under these restrictions and these guidelines that they can't go out even though the rest of the world is opening. And I'm telling you guys here to my military friends, take the advice and stay home. Like if you're getting a paycheck, no matter what, take the advice and stay home. Don't be out here in these streets because at the end of the day, if anybody was to attack us, it would be the time to do it. We are extremely vulnerable. We got a lot of people down. We got a lot of people um, just not on the high alert because they're worried about their health. So if there was a time for anybody to attack us, I think it would be now. Our military needs to stay ready so they don't got to get ready. Um, I'm, I'll be praying for you guys. I've been praying for you guys since 2016 because I never knew what this maniac was going to do. Um, I've only been out a year, so I've been praying for myself, too. So, um, Guys, uh, like I said, please, 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 ma'am, please, ma'am, please, sir, please do your own research. Lean not to someone else's understanding, lean to your own understanding. And if you believe in a higher being, lean to his understanding or their understanding. Uh, please, guys, uh, exercise your right to be educated. Do not be ignorant because ignorance is how they keep people in chains. It's the worst, it's the worst enslavement that it could possibly be is to be uh, uninformed. Because when you're uninformed, I can do anything to you and tell you. It, it, I can pee on you and tell you it's raining because you are not informed. You're not you're not trained up. You're not prayed up. You're not all these different things that are keeping you enlightened. Please be enlightened. Please be enlightened. So I'm sending you guys uh, love and light from in Philadelphia. If you're in different places of the world, sending you guys love and light. Thank you guys for listening. Um, like I said, there'll be an audio version put up on my page. There'll be an audio version put up on my podcast page. And I'm hoping everybody is being safe. Um, and navigate in this crazy world. 
right now. And I hope that at the end of the day, when it's all is over, over, for real over, then there'll just be parties and people partying all together, all different colors, races, creeds, religions. Everybody will just be partying together and enjoying the freedom of being able to be close again. All right. Until next time. Deuces.